The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Mike Noble, uh, and joined here across from me in a jail cell where he was given one call, evidently, is uh, my co-host, Caleb Noble. I'm not across from you anymore. You can't say that. Because I'm, <laughs> well, I'm like across you are You are here, this. but it does appear that you are about to be interrogated over something you did last night. No, I just didn't. I had, haven't, I've been here for barely like what 32 hours i haven't had time to do everything i still i've bought right. some boxes over here that you're not seeing luckily i moved them all off the bed so you're welcome all right good job well done all right we're very proud of you uh with that being said cardinals are rolling into wrigley and uh six game win streak double sweep against the rocky well seven game win streak my apologies seven game win streak double sweep um it feels like july last year only this year feels completely different so it really doesn't feel like last year. July last year was also really bad. I meant August last year. My the seventeen game road, the seventeen game winning streak is what I meant, not July. September. Yeah, it's September. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, they, I haven't, I don't know. I mean, they feel really complete right now. the The best thing about what they're doing is they're winning in multiple ways. They're not winning because they out slug and out homer everyone every night. They're not winning because they're just manufacturing runs every night, or because their pitchers are going eight and shutting people out every night. Like they they win in every different way. It seems like a, a different way every night. Yeah, you know, and obviously we were we talked about it on I guess on Sunday or Monday whenever we did our last podcast about the Albert Magic on on Sunday against the Brewers. It's continuing. It hasn't stopped. The Brewers are the Pujols Magic is unbelievable. Um, since the All Star break, he uh, leads. Sorry, had a distraction there. Leads the team. Leads baseball in batting average and OPS. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's limited at bats, so there is that caveat. But lately, he's playing almost – he's getting that bat every day because there's a lefty that comes in. And I I love the way that they're using him. They're not overexposing him. I guess too much they have sometimes, but not often. And he just seems – he seems like he's revitalized and ready to be with the team um, and really wants to win, unlike our other legend that's retiring. Well, let's relax. No, that I think I think we gave him a little bit of a pass last time for Yachty. This time is unacceptable, I think. To get yeah, him. I understand that. I mean, I also understand the uh, like, look, look, you know, maybe he asked for this a while back. We don't know. There's probably a lot of internal conversations that we're not well, privy to. A but I don't know. I don't know that. There's a report that came out that said that they were surprised that he asked to be away this weekend. Yeah, I was surprised as well. Um, you know, hey, it worked out. Kisner, I mean, had a big day yesterday. But that's not the point. I mean, you miss, what, 47 games, then you come back and, and you can tell the difference in the rotation. And then you just take another two-game break to go watch your basketball team. I, I, I have some questions there. It's not my job to judge, like, what he's doing or what the organization is doing with Yachty. Uh, it does seem like he, at times, is maybe elsewhere with his with his mind. And if so, that, hey, I mean, he's 42 years, 41 years old, whatever he is. 40, I don't even know 40, how old he is. He's 40. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, that's fine. It sucks I mean, that he missed his own recognition day in Arizona. If the team was okay with it, they wouldn't have not paid him for it. He didn't get any money for the last three games, right. two games. Right. Like that's to me, it's like, why, like, what is, what are you doing? You're going to go watch a basketball game because you own the team. Yeah. Like, the, they, if, did, if he's, they did win the championship. I don't care. In a, in a Puerto Rican basketball league that I could win a championship in, 
that's not true. Well, Sorry, Puerto Rican basketball I, it's not. I've seen but, your jumper. You could I, not. I, no, I couldn't. Yeah, well, I would not make a team. But the I just don't. I don't know. I mean, if you wanted to retire last year, then retire. Like, what do you? I mean, you've missed how how many games now? I. I well, he missed forty seven from what June fifth, from June fifteenth to August second. He missed forty seven. Just to so, me, it's like it wasn't even with the team. Why was he even here on Friday? Right. I don't know. I don't know those answers. That's why I'm saying I don't like to go ahead and, and go ahead and judge too much. But it does. Like I said, I tweeted last night. I have a lot of questions. And that's just that's fair. I have a lot of questions. Does not. I mean, he answered all the questions. He posted himself there. Right. After saying he was going for a business meeting. Or business yeah, I'm just asking why and everything else, you know. I don't know. To me, it just seems like his heart hasn't been in. Like when he's on the field, I mean, he's his heart's in it all the time. I'm not going to question that. Agreed. Whether or not he's performing even. But it just, Agreed. I don't know. It just seems like for a guy that for 20, 20 years now, we've heard first at the field, last to leave, works his ass off. No one works harder. Right. Um, yep. It's just so out of character for him to be missing these games. This I agree. And just like to me, and this is a different situation, but just like to me, it was weird and out of character and surprising when Nolan and Goldie were not able to go to Toronto because you know how much those guys care about being with the team and helping them win every day. So to right. me, it's more, it's less about, I guess, being angry with him as it is like confused that he's doing this in his last year while Albert and Wayno are probably there wanting him to be there with them. It's just, it's just weird to me. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, like I said, um, I'm sure there's stuff behind the closed doors that like we're obviously we're not privy to, but it is, it is a bizarre situation again. And this isn't the first time. I mean, this is the third, I mean, you know about a guy who missed a lot of camp came in essentially definitely overweight. Then you have the 47 game absence. And I understand people go rehab somewhere else. I completely understand that 47 games is a long, long time just to be in Puerto Rico. And then you come back. It was the way no comments about basically saying we need you back now. Like, Correct. Now your team's floundering and your young catchers are struggling and Correct. just gone. Like it wasn't, the team was equally as frustrated as the fans. So it wasn't an overreaction because of something we don't know. That's not what it was. Right. Right. That's my agree. Uh, if we I have think. a couple glitches, folks, bear with us. We told you there could be, yeah, you, you had a little lag there, dude. Uh, if we have a little couple glitches, that's okay. It's on our end. We're going to figure all that out. Hey, we told you there's going to be a couple hiccups here and there, but we're pretty excited to be able to do this. It's good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw you yesterday. Because it lasted a couple <laughs> more days. It's a little bit fun. It's good for everyone else to see you. Yeah, I guess. All right. All right. Um, Cool cool moment. Uh, Albert hits the home run, gets a standing over, or gets a curtain call, sort of like he did here in St. Louis when he was with the Angels. Yeah, he didn't come out for it, though. No, he didn't. He didn't. He did. Also, very cool moment. Gorman's got three to 500 people in the stands yesterday. They pinch hit for Albert, who's four and four. Four for four. Gorman, a hometown boy from out there, gets booed. But how cool to get a hit in front of all of your your family um, right there. That's, that was a pretty awesome moment. I think even some of his family might have been booing. Everyone wanted to see Albert get that fifth hit today, I think. I mean, yesterday. But, yeah. I mean, Gorman awesome said he was pretty him. surprised. Yeah, like Gorman said he was pretty surprised. He was hitting or getting booed? No, 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 that he got to hit, that he, they didn't let Albert hit. Yeah, I mean, I was, and I was hoping they were. I mean, he wanted to, you know, all he's gone with the strategy of we want to put games away when we can and use your power when you can use it. And when go, you want Gorman to be able to get one there and maybe put the game out of reach. He only got a single, but it led to more. But, I mean, Albert could get a single in that situation, sure, but you look at the upside of Gorman, you know, getting a hanging curveball and taking it out, right. and then you're up by two. Yep. Um, Al- and Albert also adds another one. We talked about this last time. He just keeps adding to those those check marks of first, 
first player over 42 with two homers and four hits in a game. I mean, I think everything, every time he keeps doing something, what, 692 now? Yep, 692. And so four away from A-Rod and eight away. I, look, when the season started, no way did I think he had a shot at 700. He legitimately has a shot at 700. Yeah, we said if he had two over the weekend, we thought he had a chance, and he had two over the weekend, so here he is. But I think the coolest thing he did over the weekend, outside of the homers, was he passed Stan Musial for second all-time in total bases, and he's yep. still like three or 400 behind Hank Aaron because that guy just – I don't know how he was as good as he was. But, yes. yeah, um, I mean, he, it was also his uh, interview after was cool about how much Stan Musial meant to him and all of that stuff. But, um, yeah, he's incredible. I don't know how he's doing this. It makes no sense. Yeah, what, and what a game today, like – you know, Q didn't have his best stuff, obviously. C.B. Buckner is a terrible umpire, but I'm not going to – he ha, he was bad again today. He's bad every time he's behind the plate, but it wasn't C.B. Buckner's fault. Uh, Q just didn't ha- – I mean, you could tell he just didn't have – I don't know if that's a Kisner. I, I don't know. Like, everybody on Twitter wanted to blame Kisner. I'm not going to do that. I mean, you still have to throw your pitches and locate yeah. them. I do understand the idea. There were a few he located that he didn't get called because of I'm his. sorry, I was talking what? Sorry, there were a few he did locate that Kisner did not catch well, and they were balls. Yeah, agreed. And that's what I was going to say. I know you're probably going to talk about how the framing aspect, Yachty, obviously, one of the best framers of all time. No doubt about it. And Kisner does struggle there. Yeah, I mean, I think Yachty's the best low-strike framer of all time. Yeah, I, I mean, really I think it's close. I don't know how. I don't know if there's numbers to quantify there that. There is. But the, the eye test tells me you're right. There is numbers to quantify. They have their own numbers, but he's, he leads the league like almost every year. There is numbers just, or there are numbers? There is. There are numbers. Is there we go. The correct way. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's whatever. I mean, he wasn't great today. I was kind of worried about the start anyway. I don't really know why. I just felt like that Arizona's lineup right-handed, you know, much Marte is way better right-handed. And Luke Lowe can hit lefties really well. And so can Carson Kelly, who was leading off, which is just really odd. But – I was kind of worried, and I just felt like he was due for maybe a clunker because he is a really good and sturdy pitcher, but he's not a guy that's going to give you one or two earned runs every single game. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Lars because I think that not only – I think, you know, obviously last year when they were going through the stretch and you were were on the field for all of that, all the magic that was happening, we talked a lot about Lars because, one, you every night came home and then came on the podcast and talked about – what an awesome dude he is, how he just legitimately follows Nolan Arenado around everywhere, uh, was friends with TJ, like just friends with everybody. Just seems like, and you can see it. I mean, you can see it. And when it, when it's, when this, when he struggled to start the season, I think a lot of people, maybe even us included, were like, oh no, like this is, last year was maybe, you know, you never know when guys come up and have a lot of success, do they have the staying power? And he struggled, got sent down, um, then obviously had a, a couple things here and there, but he is a He's always been a spark plug, but he is the leadoff guy that this team has needed, especially versus right-handed pitching for years, maybe. Yeah, his, his, him and Donnie, like you could argue either one could be up there, but what he's doing is incredible. He's walked eight, nine times in the last five games, six games he started. He, he just like, he's getting on base three or four times a game every single night. Green. He was on base five times yesterday. He was on base three times today, I believe, three or four, maybe. I don't know. I don't know which one. But 990, I mean, he's been 991 OPS post All Star break. Yeah, and they have a guy that can take those at bats, take the close pitches, and then on three one and for a leadoff batter to be able to hit the ball out like he did. Like when was the last time we had that Carpenter? Yeah, absolutely, that's absolutely yeah. the last time we had that. So to have a guy that can do, and obviously there is a chance that he slumps because it happens to guys. But it seems like the side his style of play, it doesn't. We can't really slump that style of play. It's just no pretty rock. Had a fantastic weekend, you know, and. Uh, he's just like I said, if you want to hit him ninth against lefties, fine. That's great. 
and let DC lead off. And then it gets righties moving up to that leadoff spot. But once again today, Donovan has another hit. Um, two of them. Two hits. Sorry. Yeah, I was, get, I was getting ready to correct myself. He he just needs to play. I We've talked about it ad nauseum. He needs to play more against right-handed pitching, I believe. And left-handed pitching. Uh, that's that's an argument that I don't know that we're going to win. I'm not arguing against it. I mean, he has a better OPS le- against lefties than righties. And a better OPS against lefties than either Paul DeYoung or Tommy Edmond. Okay, I say that it might be, it might not be better after today when he had two hits because it was very close. Right, but it I, was get what, I get what you're saying, though. Um, I don't, I mean, he's definitely, Paul DeYoung, I mean, he had a really cool moment this weekend. I just don't think he's an everyday player, I guess, is where I want to go with that. He's really yeah. good, and you can make him a really good role player and pick your spots against pitchers that his swing plays well too, like he does with like all he does with everyone else. But I just do not understand the idea that you need to have him in the lineup every single day. I don't get it. It does feel like he is great when you can use him in places that he can be incredibly successful. successful. Now I, that sounds so that sounds like well, duh, Captain Obvious, but it does appear like that is the the great role for him. Get him in a get him against a pitcher that he can have a lot of success against. And when, when it's a guy who can go up high with a, with a high velocity fastball, he's not going to hit it. No. And to me, like Ollie's so good with that, with everybody else about getting him a spot to be successful for me, like the number one guy in this entire organization to try and do something like that with is probably Paul DeYoung. So the fact that he's the one not doing it with is shocking to me, honestly. And maybe they will start the Chicago series having five games in four days. They'll start. It just seems to me like they're trying to, I don't know, and I'm glad I wanted him to be pinch hit for yesterday, and he had that massive grand slam, which was obviously an awesome moment. But I just I feel like there's so many times where he's up, and you're like Donovan and Gorman have a much better chance of success here, and then it's you know it's him, and I get it because you want that guy to be good, and your his argument will always be when when Paul DeYoung is good, you know we don't have another shortstop that can do what he can do, and that's true. But it is. if he's not going well, then you can't just keep saying that. Would it surprise you to hear that Albert has 30 more at-bats against right-handers than lefties? No, because there were there was a stretch there where he had to play because no one else was performing. Right. And he was giving uh, – It's very bats. interesting. You look against righties. Against righties, he's got four home runs, 14 RBIs, nine home runs, and 23 RBIs in 84 plate appearances I think it would lefties. surprise me a little more if, if we didn't kill lefties as much as we did. I would like right. to know the stats of how deep lefties on average starting left-handed pitching go into um, the game. Like it's probably five innings or less. So then you got the rest of that game where we might be up a ton and he's just getting a bats for righties. So right. there's stuff like that. You probably that should look that up this week. Yeah, probably. That's hard to look up. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not tech savvy enough to find that. Shut up. You are. I'm not. I really don't know how to do that. This is, for all of you watching right now, this is Caleb's way to say, oh, I don't want to do that. I'll forget. Yeah, I, if you asked me to do it, I'd forget in two minutes. I would have no idea. I wouldn't remember that. <laughs> um, but I will say they things. don't go deep. A couple other things. Uh, I mean, just to watch Nolan Arenado play third base on a daily basis is one of the highlights of my Cardinal fandom. Like I, I, I go through, there. there's a few of those things throughout there. Watching Willie play center field every day was unbelievable. Watching Mark McGuire come up and hit during the, the late 90s, early 200s was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. 2000, sorry. <laughs> uh, was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Albert's 10-year run. Um, watching Chris Carpenter and Adam Wainwright perform in the in the playoffs. Things like that, you know, Ozzy. Getting, I mean, getting to see Ozzy every night. And day one, you know, opening day, doing the flip. 
those are moments that are etched in my mind. But watching Nolan Arenado play third base, and, and we were lucky here. Uh, we had Ken Obergfell in my lifetime. We had Terry Pendleton. You know, then obviously we had Scott Rowland. Um, we've had a, a nice group of third base. Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. Well, defensively, yes. Okay, that's fine. You can put him in there. You're still great. But Nolan's I, – I, I tweeted today, and I'm going to stick by it. Nolan is the best third baseman in, to ever play the game. Yeah, I agree. And we also – shout out to David Freeze. He had some special moments as well. But um, – do what? Say that again. I'm sorry. Shout out to David Freeze. He had some special moments as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Shoot, I did not yeah. mean to like, slight David <laughs> but, Freeze um, on that one at all. Yeah, I know. I never saw Mike Schmidt play, so I can't speak to how good he was and how, how his defense played. All I know 105 is that, war, by the way, for Mike Schmidt. Yes, pretty remarkable. But the Jim Cat saw Mike Schmidt play. He saw Brooks Robinson play, and he said that Nolan Arenado is hands down the best defensive third baseman he's ever seen. What did you call him? Jim Cott. Is that what it is? There we go. But, Thank you. What I say, cat? You said you cat. Unless you're talking about Jimmy the Cat Hayes, which I don't think he saw Brooks Robinson. Oh, God, I don't think so either. But it is that I'm telling you, I've watched it 42 times. I think that play he made last night. It's not the play. It's watching him get his body set to make a throw as he's moving towards first base and the ball. You, those are things. Yeah, you can teach and you can say watch, but that doesn't mean everybody's going to do it or even can do it. He's never – I would bet my life on the fact that he's never practiced that in his life. No. And that's, then, that's and then the, what, how hard did they throw? Did they get a number on it? It was only it? 85, but it was also he only threw it like 40 feet. It's like, it's like those kids in the League World Series who are only throwing yes. 67, but they're but like the, from me to you. Received velocities like 110. Right. Yeah. And yeah, then and for Goldie, Goldie to make picked. the – Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how. I, you know, like, when, we Roland, when we had Roland – When we had Roland – we had Bert at first, and Albert was a very good first baseman. He's not – Multi-time goal glover. Very, very good, right. When we had Obergfell at third, we had Keith Hernandez, maybe the best defensive I'm first baseman of all time. Five and close. But I, I – and then, obviously, when we had um, Pendleton, you know, I guess Big Jack Mac. Clark, those, those kind of guys were over there. But, you know, what, we're, what I've seen with Nolan and Goldie, it, it's special, guys. For you, those of you Cardinal fans – Enjoy every game. This is unbelievable. That he's making plays that I just can't get over. It's every night, every night. Yeah, Adam Winter had a, like a three paragraph graph long twit, Twitter thread under the MLB's post. Are you having trouble talking? Blink twice if you're in danger. Am I? What's happening? Am I? Am I like breaking up? <laughs> no, you're like you're like struggling to pronounce words or something. Oh no! Did you go to cams and have too many high noons? No, I didn't go. It's Sunday. They don't open. Um, <laughs> no, but like he had a long tweet thread, a Twitter thread about it, and it was pretty cool to see his opinions on it. But also, I just we talked a couple weeks ago about is this the best third base, first base season of all time? It is. It is, and I don't care if you give me some guys in 1905 that weren't were playing before the there were even African Americans in the league. Save it. This is the best that there's probably ever been and ever will be. Um. I don't know what those two guys are doing. First off, you can't go get through the lineup. You just can't. Like, what are you going to do? You have to face one. You have to face them both. One of them is going to get a hit. It's probably going to be hard. It's probably going to score runs. Like, what are you going to do? And then they're going to make great plays. Goldie made another awesome play tonight, diving to his left. Like, they might be the two best players on the face of the earth, not named Shohei Otani. And that was the thing, too, today. You know, and this is something I've been talking about on here and with you a lot. Just to see guys like, uh, 
just when you have Lars and, and Goldie or, I mean, Donovan or even Dylan over the weekend, like guys who are going to get on base, it changes the entire landscape of the game. When Goldie comes up with two outs, I mean, that's a pitcher's dream. But when it, when it comes up with two guys on or a guy on and a run already in, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to pitch to him or are you going to pitch around him and go with, with, with Nolan? And then hiding behind Nolan is Gorman or, or Gorbert. Gormbert, you know what I mean? What are you going to do? I mean, you lose. That's what everyone's been doing. They're going to lose. And it's going to happen every single time. And the the lineup right now is ruthless. If you have Donovan and Lars at the top of the order, I I would bet that every time through the order, one of the two will be on base. Every time. It seems like it. Like and that's it sure does seem and then, like and it. then what are you gonna do? Like Goldie doesn't get out. No, no, Nolan had doesn't get out often. And then Albert, if you're left-handed, you're fucked. Like you're just, you're just gonna give up a something hit incredibly hard. Right. Right. Like it doesn't matter if you're Josh Hader or if you're oh well, Josh Hader sucks now. If you're Joe Math apply, I guess today, who's a really good reliever, by the way, who we tagged for two runs today. Um yeah, Albert got him for a hit today, too. Yeah, I mean we got him for two runs. Good great at bat by yeah. Kisner, by the way, to make that happen. But, I mean, that's a really good reliever that our lineup made look very pedestrian. That's an all-star this year. Agreed. So that's what Agreed. they've been doing, and they've been doing it to everyone. Yep, 100%. I don't know and... about you, but there were situations this weekend where I'm like, this guy's throwing sidearm 98 miles per hour. How the hell are we going to get a hit? And then I think, I know Paul DeYoung's taking it for a grand slam. I'm like, what is this team on right now? Like, they're just – they're ruthless right it's... now. And it's just – the confidence is just radiating throughout the team. And I think having a guy like Lars in the leadoff spot – like to get that confidence and that energy rolling, like it just it goes through down the lineup. And I tweeted this thing today, and I want to know if you agree. There are game changers in the sport. We know all of them. Aaron Judge, things like that. Um, Nolan Arenado and the energy he's brought to this team, to this organization, and the excitement he brought to the city, that's an organizational change, an organization changer. Absolutely. Like that's what he is. Like I have not seen a team Absolutely. play with as much energy as they do when he's on there because he brings energy that no Cardinal has had Really, since I've been alive, I don't think other than Chris Carpenter, maybe that brings that loud, loud energy that you that just I agree. makes you as a fan stand up and just get it chills. Like no one I, else has done I that. I cannot argue against that one bit. So that's the that's the value of getting a superstar like Nolan Arenado, and man, he's just above and beyond what I ever thought he would be. All I can see is your picture. You literally there. You go. You just froze for a minute. What is happening? It's there? gonna keep happening. It's gonna keep happening. Yeah. Probably not. Oh, is it Did you pay your Wi Fi bill? Is it happening often? I don't have a bill. No. No. Okay. As I told you, we're going to have a few often. hiccups. Yeah, I might need yeah. to go in a different room or I might need to set up a hotspot or something. We'll figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. This is a tr- I mean, hey, live and learn. This is episode, well, episode number one yeah. of the video podcast. So what, I, what I was trying to say was, I haven't seen, uh, I mean, he's just above and beyond what I ever thought he would be here. Agreed. Like, I, I thought he was going to be great and I thought he was going to be really good. But, I mean, he's having his best offensive season by OPS Plus ever right now. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. It's, I mean, and, you know, all the talk of, and, and there were times where I think maybe I get a little bit nervous and overreact. He's not going anywhere. No one's no, not going anywhere. No. no he's he's not, not going anywhere. And they're going to win a division by a wide margin. And you could see today when he got that big hit with the bases loaded. You can see, I mean, he is. He is 100% intensity at all times. And that's why I think myself and others got so pissed when anybody would question that man's desire. What he did, as far as not being able to go to Toronto, not my business, not my call. Wish he would have been there. I know that much, but he wasn't. But anybody who did, and there were a lot of them out there, 
questioning his, calling him a hypocrite and call questioning his desire. You gotta get the fuck out of here. That dude, that dude is unbelievable. Quickly, how how fast that narrative went away, huh? It well, it should have never been a narrative. Like, know, why would you even you utter it, that? But you know, the thing, the, how you know that statement is so utterly ridiculous is that you see him play for two weeks. You're like, oh yeah, that was stupid, and no one says it ever again. Because the way it's that the, so dumb, it was just so dumb. Played, there's just no denying their desire to win every night. There's no denying it. Right. They're in the line, first off, they're in the line every fucking night. They don't take days off. Their day off is DHing. Am I lagging? Right. Am I lagging? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. How, how bad was it? <laughs> you you're making some very interesting faces that I can't wait for people who are watching this. They to might talk not even about. see it because it's not lagging on my screen. It's just lagging on yours. I don't know. How yeah, it could be. It could be. Again, things will work out. I think your best bet might be to find another spot next time. Yeah, I'm just going to have to kick Grace out for a couple hours, I guess. <laughs> I think she can sit and listen. It's all right. But it's weird, though, because the um, PlayStation's been running well in here, so I don't know what's going on. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Hey, again, again, it's it's new. Yep. So we knew that it wasn't going to be 100% perfect. It's just kind of funny. Makes Maybe me, it's just, just speaking in fragments, and that way they don't mess up too bad. <laughs> That could work. That could just work. Quick burst um, another thing as we go around going into uh, just to talk a little bit about the series, Miles was fantastic. That was great to see again, um, which not surprised. We talked not about it. We, we Right. I mean, he was good on Sunday when we were there at the game against the Brewers. couple really bad, good. one bad pitch really to Hunter Renfro. One, one um, bad pitch. Yep. Okay. Looked good against, uh, obviously looked good against Arizona. And, you know, the I guess for some reason – the Cardinals fans absolutely hate Dakota Hudson. I understand he's painful to watch, but you know what? And he only went four innings, but they won. They won the game. Like, I don't know what else you want. He is what he he's is. He's a number five starter who, honestly, if everybody was healthy, would not be a number five starter. I don't know. I don't know what you want from this guy. And the way that people talk on Twitter, it's like they, they I guess these guys who do this on Twitter, they must be in the Hall of Fame that I, and I don't even know who they are. I, I don't know. Like he deserves all the criticism he's getting because he's been really bad and underwhelming at times. Like even his ERA in the fours is not indicative of how poorly he's pitched over the last two months. But okay, he's gonna have one more start. The criticism versus out. hate. Criticism yeah, no, versus hate, hate is different. You shouldn't hate huh? or throw insults at anybody, but there is some fair criticism on how poorly he has pitched. Agreed. And that's completely fair. But I do think also, I mean, you have to realize Seth saying, "Oh, Dakota's horrible. Get him out of here." He's got one more start. Jack was great again tonight. Right. There's 70 something, right. 70 something pitches. He's got one more than he's 63. Asked. 63 pitches. There's 63 so tonight. Mm-hmm. So he'll work up to 75 to 80. He might have two more starts. I believe he only has one left down there. They said one. One. Yeah. And then he's back. So, I mean, he'll take Dax, but he's right on. And Ollie's comments, which I guess you could say, well, Ollie's got to say that, but I don't know why he would say anything if it wasn't true, have been that he, the velocity 97, 98 he hit again today. Um, seven Ks, I think they had one earned run. Uh, they said the velocity up, and Ollie said he looks unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously great. I don't believe the velocity guns down there just because they said he was throwing 98 last time, and he came up throwing 92. But, right. um, yeah, he looks good from like seven strikeouts and four innings. I'll take that, that's for sure. Um, also, thing that we didn't say, uh, Goldie now leads Major League Baseball in OPS. Yeah, Aaron Judge has fallen off a cliff lately, it seems like. Um, Along with also, the Yankees. Also, Dad, there's a triple crown watch going on here. I know. I didn't he's want to very, say it. He's very close. Kyle Schwarber's been hurt. He's kind of slumping a little bit. Um, he's he's four homers away from him, I think. And then he's I thought it was two three. Is it four? Pete. Does Goldie have 32 or 30? He's only three. Only three away. And like what, two RBI short of Pete? 
I think it's two of Pete. Yeah. Um, it is two. Yeah. So, I mean, I, he's coming for it. <sighs> and he leads, he leads, uh, um, Freddie Freeman by 16 points in hitting. He's going to, he might get the actual, he might, he might get the actual, um, triple crown and the slash line triple crown of batting average slugging and on base. He could. Cause he has that currently. He's had the whole year basically. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to, to believe. And you know, um, not only are we so lucky to get to see him and Nolan and obviously everybody else we get to see on a nightly basis, but there's a guy who's absolutely just killing everything baseball related at double a Jordan Walker. And you think, I assume they're going to leave him at double a this year. Don't you? And then he starts the year in spring training with a chance maybe to make the team. Um, and if he, if he goes down and rakes, it's going to be hard for them to say, I don't know what else he has to accomplish at triple a, but, uh, and we talked with, with Mike Godard today and I agree, I kind of agree a little bit also. They're, they're in a good spot where they don't have to rush him. But if he goes out and has a monster spring training, and, and I don't know if he'll play in the Arizona Fall League, I, I assume he might. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he needs uh, to. It depends on his reference, I guess. I think it depends on what the Cardinals want him to do. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't rule him out for this year. I wouldn't. I don't think he's going to be up here, and I would say that I'm 94% positive that he will not be here. But Moselock did say that there's a chance that a minor leaguer gets a chance this year in the outfield. Like a couple weeks ago on, I don't remember what show, but 590 The Fan. It was on something there. And they don't seem like they want to call up Alec Burleson. So it could be Jordan Walker. It could not be. I would be shocked if he's not on this team opening day next year. Yeah, I like, agree. There's no I agree. reason. Overall, 924 OPS in the minor leagues right now. I mean, I don't, and, and I don't he, know. And, like his... you, and, here's, and here's the thing, Dad. If you want to equate that to the major leagues, you can. Say, wow, that's still an incredible hitter. But this dude is taking buses and sleeping on sleeping on floors, probably, and eating and eating, that much. eating like, uh, eight dollar footlongs every day. Well, he's probably a little richer than the other ones. He had a big signing bonus, but like he's still he's not living the 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 show luxury life. No, so he like his his performance is only going to keep getting better. I think. So I think sometimes bombs. people people use the minor leagues as oh he's probably going to get worse as he progresses. When in reality, a lot of times it's the opposite. 16 bombs, 55 RBI, 17 stolen bases. He could be 2020 at the minor league level. Has, this year. I think he has eight to 10 bombs this month because I mean, he, his power numbers were way down and he's kind of found his stroke. And my God, when it, he, I saw this thing today that said people were hoping he was going to be, um, God damn it, some average player. I don't know who it was, but some relative average to good player. I don't remember who it was, but he's like, now he might just be Aaron Judge. Like that's what they were I, saying about him. Like, and I it's mean, true. He, like, is, he might just become that kind of guy. So let's just, let's, throw our uh, Michael J. Fox to the future hats on here for a second. Okay. I mean, you, I I don't know. Here's the thing. Where do you play? Like, what do you do? I don't care. You find a spot for him. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Play him a shortstop. I literally don't care. <laughs> well, you're, they're not going to do that. Put him at second base. I don't, I don't care. He's playing. He's yeah. playing every single day, and he's going to be batting second or fifth. Well, here's the thing. Next year, with Albert retiring, there is a DH spot open. Uh, he's too athletic, though. I think. I think he's your. So, but here's the I thing: like, Tyler you've got an outfield of your left fielder. Oh, you think that the? Do you think Tyler's gone? I mean, here's. I don't think he's. I don't, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if he doesn't put it together, he very well could. But I, I mean, think you've like, got. I almost tweeted this out, but I don't like putting that juju out into the air because it's really not my job to decide other people's jobs. Even though this is what we do, what we're trying to do on the podcast is actually do that. But yeah. I think that there is a. I, I think you've got a group of about five guys, maybe even more, who who are, I'm not going to say expendable, I don't like that term at all, but who could be on the trading block. And I think it's Tyler O'Neill. I think it's Paul DeYoung. 
slash Tommy Edmond, but I think it's Paul DeYoung. Um, yeah. I think it's Dakota Hudson, and I think it could be, I mean, honestly, Yvonne Herrera, if you go out and you get a catcher. I, I don't know. I'm, And it could be Juan Yepes, too, by the way. Yeah, they have they have options if they want to make a move. But right. only if you get the right guys for those people. Like, you're obviously not looking to move. Oh, absolutely. Yepes, I'm not a star. I think, right. I don't know. I mean, Jordan Walker's so good. You just find a spot for him to play. I mean, he can play every corner position. He's been playing center field. If that means Dylan Carlson maybe is – really truly going to just be against left-handed pitching if he doesn't start to figure it out against righties and you put Jordan Walker in center field against against right-handed pitching and put him somewhere else against lefties like they had they have so much versatility and flexibility absolutely that their team's just not going to be one-dimensional it's just not like they're gonna have so many options that's why I don't love the idea of going on and being willing like not willing but over willing to move some of these guys because you just don't need to like you have you have all the guys right now you have all the you let Ollie who's a great manager in I, my opinion make the choices and put these all 26 of your best players out there. Agreed. Let him choose who plays every day. Like, be Kevin Cash. I agree 100%. Have great players and play them when they're going to be successful. Be that kind of guy. I like it. Were you were you surprised to see Jake Woodford throw as much as he did today, knowing you've got a doubleheader coming on Tuesday? I was, but that doesn't mean that Ollie doesn't have a plan that I'm not aware of. I think it's Matthew Libertor or Zach Thompson. I don't. I think it's going to be Jake Woodford for three innings. Oh, okay. Okay. He's not even stretched out, so he couldn't make a full start anyway. So you go out there and open him for three innings, and you're good to go. I just don't know. Do you want to use your bullpen that much? I just don't know. I, I don't mean, you know. Play it, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing: when you got, if you have Palante and Woodford, that's six or seven innings right there. It yeah, but be. if you use Palante for three, when do you then do you lose him for? Like then you for, don't use him Monday days. or Wednesday. Do you know? Yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, you'll see how the game goes, I guess. But, Zach, I mean, yeah. here's the thing, Dad. That's going to be intriguing to see. Do you have confidence that in, like, a day in a day game at Wrigley Field, the Libertor gives you more than three anyway? Because I don't. No, that's what I was actually going to follow up and so say was. So give a good was, three innings and then get out. Right. So that's what I care about. Give me a good Well, inning. you have the extra player for the doubleheader on Tuesday. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Helsley will be back, right? Helsley will be back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'll the Yachty's JoJo, back tomorrow. dude. He looked electric so, last night. Um, keep JoJo up here. I wouldn't even yeah, activate Yeah, I agree. Activate Helsley. He looked great. I, I would consider saying that. Well, who do you send down? Thompson. Packing on. Yeah. For Zach Thompson. Yeah. Well, Romero's but, stuff has been talked about for years, to be honest. Like, he throws 98 know. with some sink. It's nice. I like it. If he, his problem's yeah. um, control because he's a Cardinal reliever, so of course it is. But um, right. hopefully he figures that out. Maybe he did. Maybe he's got some confidence here. Also, I like his look. He looks like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I mean, that's. That's going to be another one of those. I mean, could be another one of those that we look back and we say, "Mo did it again." You know Mo what it reminds it me of? It reminds me of Luke Voigt for um, Giovanni Gallegos. Is what it reminds me of. Did you not get any of that? Right, right. Did you? Are you hearing? No, you know, you're happening? you. Now I got you. Now I got you. Is it bad? What's happening? It was bad there for a minute. Yeah. Okay, I said it reminds me of Luke Voigt for Giovanni Gallegos. Yeah. Yep. What was the Cabrera deal? Didn't we give up nobody to get Cabrera to or something? I don't. Did we might have got him from Tampa? I think of that. Is that where we got him from? I honestly don't remember. I should know that right off the top of my head, but I don't. Maybe. Yeah, it might have been. It was Tommy Pham, I think. Yeah, to Tampa, I think. Yeah, that seems right. Pham's actually been really good in Boston lately. So he's he's on fire. Good for him. Yeah. Um, Okay. I I like him. I I still like him a little bit. One other thing, I think that we need to address. Before we get a, go a little bit around the league, I know you want to go through some things around the league. And I know you want to also go through new segment, new segment alert. 
you're going to have our uh, um, star of the week for the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let, let me go through this first. Give me your thoughts on Jordan Hicks. Um, I, lo- I love Jordan Hicks, so I'll start it with that. Um, I think he's a really good reliever when he's on. And I have no problem with him struggling. It's going to happen as baseball. But I really, really had a problem with what he did yesterday by not covering home or first base because he was pouting. That's a massive problem. That's what it was. And it's to me, it was the most gla- – I've never seen that, I don't think, on a big league field, at least not lately, no. where you do that twice. Like, he should be – I don't know. I mean, I don't know what a punishment is because he's so good that it's almost punishing your team if you punish him. But that should – there should have been a quiet, right. stern talking to in the dugout or clubhouse, wherever it is. I mean, I had a – I'm problem. sure that it was. I, mean, I, I don't know who doesn't have a huge problem with that. Like, we remember the Gallegos brain fart against the Mets. That's not what that was. He was jogging. He got over there and fine. No. But he just jogged to it. Yes. They didn't even cover home. Like, what and, are you doing? And then even it. his his mannerisms and his facial expressions and everything, when he was even walking off the field, it was like, eh. Like he just also, and I don't that I'm not saying he was. I'm saying that's was the per, the perception that I got from that. And I didn't like that either. I know Jordan Honestly, Hicks it would have been nice if somebody would have met him at the top steps and maybe Mike Maddox with a claw and taking care of the situation right then. No, because I also think it's a better to handle a situation in private. I don't need to see that. You like the fans don't need to see it. Then it's just yeah. But we saw Pujols take care of a situation. I still don't. I don't. We like saw Pujols take care of a situation earlier. I mean that's fine, but I would prefer them to do it in private. I don't need to see it. I don't need that. You don't need that to be circling around. That's fine. The media. Then you. There's distractions. People have to address it. But um, I don't know. And then it, it was frustrating. I'm sure he was frustrated. But like you're like outwardly hurting your team multiple times. Like that's something that's like directly hurting your team. You're lucky Gio came in and shut it down. Because if Gio does have a bomb there and that guy's on first base because of you because you didn't hustle over there, like then what? Then you lose the game and it's all because you're agreed being a little kind of a baby, to be honest with you. I don't know. Like I said, I love Jordan. Agreed. Hicks. This doesn't change my opinion of him at all. It really does not. But I just something you can't do on a big league field. Or any field, I agree. Matter. But I agree. But it doesn't change my opinion. Yeah, it was uh, it was not taken well on Twitter. I know, and when I watched it, I was like, man, I I don't like that. I I don't like that at all. As as a former coach, as a former player, as a fan, whatever. I I just didn't like it one one bit. I mean, and again, hey, you play 162 games, you're gonna have things that pop. It, it's he's had happen. a very frustrating season. Like I get it. And you remember the Hennessy Cabrera incident where he bounced the ball to Ollie. Correct. That's the one yeah. I was talking about with Albert. Yeah, so I love Henesis Cabrera. That didn't change my opinion of him at all either. But I think what Jordan Hicks did was kind of worse because it like actually hurt your team instead of just being embarrassing to your manager. Right. And you, you could tell Goldie wasn't happy. And Goldie doesn't show a ton of like emotion or expressions, but you he could tell like he was no, but you could tell it was like what what the hell are you doing here? I'm sure he had you a know? conversation with him as well. I'm sure. I'm like, sure a lot of guys, people did. Yeah, and that's I and mean, he'll learn from it. Like he's still young. I know he's been around for a long time. Right, it was a very he's, immature move. He's still yeah. young, and it's something that you shouldn't do. And like I think the biggest thing for me is don't forget that we're watching these guys do their job every day. Like there are some things that I'm sure right. you've, I know there's things you've done that you, that your job that you don't want people to see. So so I don't know what that means. I don't know why you're it. why you're you know, going to me. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like just remember that like you're going to have bad moments. Just because they're on TV doesn't mean they're not. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I'm saying over, over 162. And here's the thing with Hicks. His stuff is so filthy. It's so nasty. It, it just well, still, it blows my mind. He's that, one of a kind. 
Yeah, and 104 he hit the other night. One hit 104. One baseball player. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like I. But the thing is, you've got to be able to channel it and bottle it, you know. And and if he can, if he can figure that out, and he has in the past, we've seen that we've seen the flashes. He's going. He's so like he's such a weapon for the Cardinals in the playoffs, you know. Um, one of those bridge guys that can also go multiple games. He's so and multiple innings. He's so he's just so valuable. Yeah, and he's like I said, he and almost if he never figures it out, you can almost put some of that on the organization for not you know figuring him out because that's kind of their job as well to figure out the talent they right. have. But um, I I don't know. I still have a lot of faith in him. I think some he's going to have bad outings just because I feel like he's going to have times where his 104 gets away from him. It's just going to happen. But if he can hone it in and go on a stretch here down the down the on a run here down the stretch, I guess is what I want to say then he's going to – I mean, he could be as valuable as anyone in the postseason. Right. I agree. I agree. So, <laughs> Did it uh, happen again? Did it happen again? Yeah. I almost wonder if it's your AirPods. I almost wonder if it's me going on long tangents. Maybe I should stop doing that. That's short. Maybe you, you have to carry this, and I'm going to have to go on just short little ad libs in there. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's every once in a while, and it's hilarious. I can't stop laughing when it happens, so – you know, it is what it be what it be. Um, all yeah, right, so let's get to, before we go around the league, let's get to, uh, we want to start pointing out each week who are star, superstar, how, what do you want to call this? Um, I don't know. I star of the week, I guess. I don't know. St. Louis Cardinal star of the week. Impact player. All right, let's go with that. That's very, that's as, that's about as plain white as the back of your background of your, your, uh, that you're in right now, your jail cell there. Player of the week, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to say? I mean. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. Cardinal Let's go with week. that. Okay. Well, my pick's Albert Pujols for the weekend. Because yeah. it just has to be, right? I mean, yeah, it has to be. Okay. Who else are you going to go with? He's He was and – I, and I wanted to do this to give some shine to some people that weren't getting the shine that they deserved. But I just, like, you look at what he did, and he's like, oh, okay, well, a 10. Just a 10. I mean, he had four hits yesterday. Followed up by a hit today. And he obviously two home runs that is single off the wall and it got thrown out still stealing a base. So that's 2022 Albert Pujols for you. But that was hilarious. for me, the thing that I liked the most of his performance yesterday, other than his numbers and how special it was to be honest with you, I fell asleep during his second home run. I was so tired from moving in. And then I saw the first one and then I woke up to your text and said, he's unreal. I was like, no fucking way. He did it again. And I looked <laughs> and I was like, the score changed. So it must be someone did something, but um, was the fact that he knows he's prideful, like he knows how great he is of a player, but for him to be on the top step and before that, helping Nolan Gorman say, you're hitting for me. Here's what this guy throws. Here's what you need to look for. And then to be on this top step doing the pepper shaker, the pepper grinder for Gorman after he yes. got that hit, like that's the coolest thing to me. And just for me, it's just so special for me to be able to watch him. It's like I'm 10 again, like to be able to watch him doing what he's doing. And really, honestly, like we never saw the Albert pools in Anaheim. We didn't have to see that. We weren't, you know, tortured with the uh, Albert Pujols downfall. Right. All we've seen is him being great at the sport, and for him to continue, for him to come back and still be great at the sport again, it's just he gets the player of the week. He might get it every week for what he did. He, well, he's, he's also going to get the National League Player of the Week, by the way. Yes, and I didn't even talk about the the Colorado series just because I feel like we already talked about that, didn't we? But I mean, he was incredible. Agreed. Uh, anybody from around the league you want to point out this week? Um, anything you want to you want to talk about before we go? Kind of look at the stands and we get the power rankings before we get out of here. 
players around? No, I don't. I don't have one that I have in mind. Did I say I was going to have a player in mind around the? No, 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 no. I just was asking if you had. Somebody... <laughs> I just asked yeah, if you had somebody off the top of your head. No, um, you didn't. You didn't. Know, um, I'm going to have that kind of business. I, hold on, before we move to that five game series at Wrigley, second five game series at Wrigley this year. Um, How fucking dumb! You know, hey, the Cubs did us a favor, games. taking two or three. Sorry, you're, you're all right. No, you're good. You're good. The Cubs did us a favor taking two of three from the Brewers over the weekend. Um, five games up in, the, in in first or in, in the Central. And, you know, it just seems like I, Wrigley is one of those weird places. I, we, I'm not joking when I say I was this close to buying, to taking your mom up there this week. And we just have so much to do here. And, you know, there's a lot going on. And we're getting ready to go to Louisville in a couple of weeks. So um, we, I was going to go up and go to the day game on Tuesday. But – you know, obla di obla Does it surprise but, you that does it surprise you that this is the first time we've had a five or more game lead in the central since 2015? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, no, maybe not. I mean, you had the three years where we didn't make the playoffs, and then we were sort of, you know, obviously we backed into it. I say backed into that's not a fair assessment. No, it, it but, is fair. Okay. Backed into it for a couple of years. So hey, it's good to be king right now. It's good to be king. Yeah. I mean the, the there's a legit possibility. I guess this is kind of where I wanted to go with uh, around the league that three of the four teams fighting, because I'll exclude Atlanta, the other three of the four, t- I mean, the other three teams fighting for the wild card spots in the NL are all like dead, like dead, all of them. Right. The Phillies lost two of the best bullpen pieces and they're playing hard. They blew a massive lead today. Um, the Brewers stink. They're just not good. And the Padres, I don't know what's wrong with them, but they're just not getting going at all. Right. I agree. They scare me a lot because there's a chance that they're going to be playing so poorly that they can go on a win streak and still get the third wild card. And then they're just going to be red hot coming into play us. And that scares me. But for me, the Phillies and the Brewers, they just, I think they're just going to have a downturn here, even if they get Harper back because losing two of their bullpen guys and a Robertson blowing up today, not good. Not good at all. Yeah. Agreed. Um, there's something else I was going to say. It was right there. Oh, let's, let's look at the Cubs here just for a minute. All right. Uh, we don't spend a ton of time because we'll talk about it later in the week. But tomorrow you've got uh, Monty going. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even care who the Braves are. Like who the who, way we do miss uh, Steele, who threw a really good game, at least the first good five innings. I don't know how he ended up. That, today, means, but... we, that means we miss an Albert Pujol start. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you get you get Wayne. Wayne will Wayne go Tuesday, I guess. Yeah. Wayne will go Tuesday in one of the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll, we'll see how they game. go with that third one. Yeah, so I mean, that, miles on Wednesday. Miles, miles is on Wednesday, and then Thursday is gonna be Quintana again. I would assume. So, wait, no, no, it won't be. No, it'll be. Dang. It'll be Hudson. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. See that's see so the Christian is kind of fair because that's how I feel when I see his name. But yeah, I don't know who the two stars are gonna be. I mean, that's interesting. I think they could go bullpen. Here's what you hope is if Monty give, can give you six or seven solid ones. And then you bank on Wayno giving you a solid one that day as well. I mean, you could honestly do a bullpen game and not feel it too much. Especially I think Wayno will go the night game, right? They'll go yeah, they'll go yes. with the bullpen game and the day game. Yeah. Yes, Wayno will yeah, go the that night way game. You, that, you catch Yachty tomorrow night. You catch kids game one of the doubleheader. And then you catch Yachty at night against with Wayno, correct? That's how they'll go? That's Don't how I'll do it. Yeah, that would be my guess. And honestly, if Stratton has emerged as a guy that can come in when pitchers don't, when starters don't do well and give you two and a third like he did today, I mean, fuck, that's another weapon for you right there to use. The other thing I was thinking about, too, and I know we want to get – we need to get moving on a little bit, but, man, when the when the rosters expand, Juan Wiepas went yard uh, today? Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Today or last night? Today. Yesterday. Um, 
But when the when the rosters expand, just adding guys like Zach Thompson and whomever else you're going to bring up and Jake yeah, Woodford, guys like that, you know who? It'll be yeah, those. They'll add two spots this year. No, I'm oh two? Two. That's it? Yeah, twenty eight. Goes to twenty eight. Did the same thing last year. All right. I think I, I don't know why they did that. I, I mean Romero's gotta be one of them, right? No, Yepes needs to be a part of this team. So Yepes and Romero. It'd be it'll be Yepes and Tom. I hope it's Thompson, man. But then yeah, if you're gonna bring up then yeah, but then you gotta pick Thompson over Naughton, don't you? I I think so. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I mean, I, I'm intrigued okay to see what they not. do there. Okay, so here's my question as well. Has Zach Thompson been really bad lately? I don't know the answer to that. But then bring up Romero instead of him was strange to me. So to be honest, be though, it's going to be Flaherty. That's who it's going to be. Yeah, it just all depends on what they want to do with Dak. There's going to be a lot of question marks yeah. to be answered. Do what? There's going to be a lot of questions to be answered. Do they want yeah. Dak to be up here in the bullpen? Or do they want him to go down and maybe work on some stuff in Memphis? It's a great spot to be. You know, instead of looking it at – It can be. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Sometimes, Agreed. sometimes I like when Mo doesn't have to make decisions. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, let's just take let's just take a little look around league, and then I'm gonna go through power rankings, and we'll get out of here. Does that sound good? Or is there anything else you need to go over today? Bryce Harper's coming back, so we have to look for that. Did they give a, did, they, they given a date? No, but he's hitting, so I would assume he'll be on a rehab soon. I, they're gonna want to get him back by the weekend, I would think. I don't know. I mean, it's not I next know. week. We'll see how it goes. Their re- his yeah. rehab could be relatively short, and because he doesn't have to go out there and play the field. So right. probably just DH for two or three games and then be right. back. So obviously, I mean, just be excited for him to come back. Um, I think whenever you get to the Potters and the power rankings, I want to talk a little bit about them. Yeah. But until then, I I think we can wait until that happens. All I right. Know, I'm just taking a look around the league. Uh, Yankees still with the lead. You saw the Aaron Boone uh, blow up in the press conference. Yesterday. I love that guy, by the way. So do I. So and you know, fan. it's it's so funny because. It one of the hard, I think maybe the hardest job of being a major league manager is answering those stupid ass questions every night. And after some of them are great questions. Loss, don't get me wrong. Time. No, they're fine questions. After a bad the timing loss, of it's horrible. Yes, and a bad. What do you want the guy to say? Like what you know? It was sort what of like the, the clown who asked Nick Castellanos if he heard the boots. Like what? What do you want him to say? You know. Yeah, uh, but Yankees again, even with that said, they still have an eight game lead. Uh, Rays are surging. Uh, Blue Jays. So, can you explain George Springer to me? He was out again today. I don't get it. I don't know. He's fragile, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know. Houston, he played a lot. Five, he went through the postseason. Five for five Thursday, and now he has a sore knee and he misses three games. It's very in a, in a pennant race. Yeah. They're coddling him, it seems. But they de- and you know I know they DHK Oscar Day because I think he bruised bruised his foot, uh, maybe fouled the ball off his foot. Um. Yeah. So and you're off tomorrow. So whatever. But you can't just at this point in time. You got to have your guys out there. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's too bad from the play. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they were still one three or four, right? Or yeah. Baltimore kind of fading. You know, eleven out. So. Are they, did they win the series or lose it versus Boston? Well, they're playing right now, and they are tied at the Little League Stadium. But there they're not really and, uh, fading then. Like they're not really fading. Well, I mean, they're four and six in their last ten. I mean, the fact that that's fading I mean, for Baltimore is kind of cool to say. I know you're right. I mean, that's fair. Um, well, they are still Adley above five hundred. Adley's incredible. Oh, I love him. I don't love, love the Buster him. Posey stuff because I don't like comparing a guy to a Hall of Famer because I think that's an unfair thing to have it, it is. to. But he, he he was hitting the day in the special um, Lily thing, and it said favorite player, Buster Posey. So there it is. <laughs> there, hey, I mean, makes sense. In the Central, um, you got three teams within two and a half uh, games. The Guardians right there today, uh, I think they got rained out, right? I think they got postponed to the Tigers Guardians today. Guardians are in first, right? 
Guardians are in first. Twins are a game and a half back. Sox are two and a half back. Um, all three teams literally. Well, Twins five and five in the last in the other two six and four. Are the Sox going to make the playoffs? I don't think so. I think I, I'm, my money's on the Guardians, dude. They, they have, so they have. I think they have a better pitching. I think they have better pitching. I think they play better defense. And I think they just like Stephen Kwan, Rosario, and Jimenez just get hits. They just get hits. They're not. They're not necessarily your big boppers and your big boomers that you, you they're used to. I still the Fran Mill Reyes thing still blows my mind. He has been incredible for the Cubs, but he was not very good there. So I think it was weird. more about them make have not having to make a decision on whether or not to play him. So they just said we want to play these guys, so he's gone. Um, I think yeah. the Guardians are going to win it as well. Tony Larusa, we all agree, should be fired if they don't make it. Right? He's done. Yeah, this is it. I even don't if, think yeah, he will be. Fired. If they don't make it for sure, I think there's a case to be made even if they squeak in. He gets fired. I think he. I know. I don't think he gets fired because I think he has too much pride. I bet you he retires. Maybe that could be it. That could be it. That's what I think for the happen. for the fourteenth time. Yeah, right. I mean, he's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame and he's and the, manager. in five years the A's will hire him. He's in, he's in the Hall of Fame and now he's falling asleep in the dugout. <laughs> um, if you look, it's a two, it's a two game race. Um, it's a two game race in the West. He, and I mean, it's not even a, a race. Like Houston's got it, but Seattle is, is pushing that wild card. You know, if you take I a look at Seattle. the wild, huh? I love Seattle, and I love the way their um, rotation lines up for a three-game series. What? What's happening? What is it? <laughs> it was I love Seattle, and your eyes were like this. I don't know. Like, I don't know how this is gonna work. If they're gonna hear this too, or it's just gonna be like mine's gonna be smooth, <laughs> and it's gonna be yours that is choppy because it be. it's recording my screen, but um. I like the way their rotation lines up for a three-game series with Castillo, Ray, and Gilbert. Yeah. Right here. It's going to be hard to get them up there. there no who yeah, I mean, if you look hard. at the wild card out there, if you look at the wild card out there, and um, out top Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Seattle all tied. Yeah. And, yep. And you got Minnesota two and a half back. Minnesota two and a half back. Baltimore three back. White Sox three and a half back. What a race. White Sox, White Sox are dead. I mean, maybe. They're dead. I'm calling it. They're dead. Okay. Luke Giolito just has not bounced back from – he was so great. I don't know what's happened to him. He's just, like, fallen down a notch to an average pitcher, it seems. It's weird. Right? Mets, uh, National League Mets, four games up on the Braves, 12 up on the Phillies. Um, that's hate. I mean, I think the Braves can make that a race, but it does seem like the Mets are, are set up not to go on a big losing streak. You can't go on a losing streak when you have the two best pitchers maybe that's, in the world going. Every that's what I'm season. saying. Like you just can't, yep. you can't go on a losing streak. Well, that's so that sucks for the Braves because I really want that to get within two, one or two games before the, before the obviously, last two weeks. Yes, me too. Obviously, we talked about the Cardinals being five up on Milwaukee. Milwaukee's dead. I'm proclaiming it. You talked about it earlier. They're dead. I still think they might make the playoffs. I don't trust the Padres. Every shot. I don't trust the Padres at all. They and the Dodgers, by the way, are 18 games up. They, <laughs> I have nothing to say about them. I think it could hurt them. I really do. Like you're not you're not playing one meaningful game from here on. Now they did yeah, get but, Dustin May back. Well, it's not true. How many games ahead of the Mets are they? For the one. Season? Oh, that's a good question. Um, six and a half. I had to do math there. Sorry. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it might hurt them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They might have that you know, now getting Dustin May back is nice, and they can kind of ease him in over the next month. That's, I mean, that's a huge, even though you lost Walker Bueller, you really add good Dustin too. May. He yeah, really I mean, that's, he's such a weapon. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah. He's scary. He's freaking poofy. Yeah, hair. he's he very good. Seven. 
Um, Braves in the first spot right now with the wild card. San Diego half game back. Philly also. San Diego half game back of the Braves. Half game back of the Braves. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the division. I was like, that doesn't make. No, sense. no, no. For the top. For the top wait, wild card. Wait, Philly's only half game back of the Braves. Philly is. No, 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 no. Philly's the third one. It just it doesn't tell me how far back they are. But you said yeah, are, you said Padres were a half game back of the Braves. I think, and I was wrong. That's not right. Phillies Padres are a half game up on the Phillies. Braves, That's my bad. Yeah, yeah, Braves are like bad. way above everybody else. Eight they games would be up. First and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They're incredible. Yeah, Correct. I, I mean, I don't know. Yep. All, and I'm the, and the Bre- Brewers, teams, only one and a half back. Huh? All three of those teams, I just don't think I, any of them have a chance to go on a run. Like maybe yeah, the I agree. the Padres, but their best pitcher Java Joe has he's kind of fallen off a little bit. Yeah, and you Darvish is good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, times. I don't. I mean, their pitching was a strength. Then they traded Gore, and then now it seems that their lineup, even with Juan Soto, it's just like average. It does. It does definitely feel that way, right? Like Soto I Machado, mean, Machado. By the way, Machado, give him some love. He's been so good lately, like on another planet. It seems the last couple of weeks. But while other than those two, it's just like who's going to provide runs? Uh, yeah, I get it. They don't have a large new part that's going to provide a spark at the top of the order. I'm sure they want that to be Grisham or Profar, but it's just not. It's not the, they're just not doing it. Right. So I don't know. Maybe right. Tashian Cam, he's been good, but that's three. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Because here's the thing, guys. Normally, every year tonight, I have to get ready to go to bed to get up and go teach for the first day tomorrow. I don't. I have to go to school tomorrow. So it's kind of weird. Fucking, you bastard. Huh? <laughs> I have to go to school tomorrow. I have to go to Spanish class at 11 a.m. Oh, my God. Um, Ablo. Espanol. That's, I mean, I'm, I don't know. El Poopy Trey. That means that. No, I, I'm just about to have to not look at my bank account for weeks after I buy all my books. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I get good the luck. Test. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't really feel too bad for you because I was in your apartment yesterday that no 20 year old should be living in. So I okay. do, I mean, right. hey, I'm sorry you have to buy a book. I'm sorry. Let's buy five of them. Books are expensive. College books Ooh. are really expensive. They're, they're you have a pool like right outside your book. right outside your living room window. Right, there's take a pool. away the pool and don't make me pay for the books, and I'm fucking in. I'll do it now today. Take the pool. I won't pay for the books. That's fine. You went into a spirit world there for a little bit. Yeah, and then it said my connection was unstable, so it definitely is me. Yeah, you're gonna have to do something. You're gonna do okay. Now you are making the worst face of all time. <laughs> I am going to clip all of these and put them on Twitter. Let me know when it's done. There, there. Now you're back. Is it getting worse? It was awful. How about now? Can you hear me? I can't tell by your reaction. Uh, what, what, what? Are you in like a dead zone? What is happening? Yeah, that's hilarious. You're good. You're better now. You're better now. All right, let's do power rankings and get out of here. All right. Yeah, we're going to need to fix this next time. Yeah, well, I think you're going to have to move your location. Yeah. I might use a hotspot. Maybe that'll work. That might work better. Yeah. All right. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll talk. Sorry, to you. guys. But I'll you are. Hey, if you want to clip some of these photos of Caleb, they're pretty much fantastic. Is it bad, like to the point to where the sound's going to be bad? At times, yeah. I'm not talking anymore. Just go. See, is that is that what they're saying when they're holding the flashlight in your face right now? Can you put a fucking poster up in your room? Just go. I'm not talking anymore. It's going bad. It's just gonna keep going bad. 
All right. All right. So we're going around the league and you, if you chime in here as we go. All right. Coming in at number 10 are the guardians. Um, still the leader of the NL central playing, playing decent baseball, six and four. It seems like nobody wants to run away with the central. I still believe that the guardians are the best team and I'm going to stick by that. I earlier in the year, I did think it was the twins, but they just, I thought the moves that the twins made was, were going to be significant. And the guardians not making moves was going to be significant. It's been the other way, actually. Yeah. It's just, see, I don't know that division. I don't know. I think the Guardians are going to win it. I don't really know how the Twins got worse after making those moves, but I said that they did, so I don't know what's happening. And it does appear to me that the White Sox have the most talent of all three of the teams. Yeah, but I feel like they have the least of a, they have the least feel of a team out of all of them. Agreed. Agreed. But when like you, look at, you look at Giolito and Lynn, Giolito, Lynn, and Cease, and Jimenez, and um, Mankata, and Abreu, and Tim, well, Tim Anderson, obviously, the loss of Tim Anderson really hurt. But you look at those guys, and you would, and, and Vaughn has become a, a very good player. You know, when you look at those guys, you and then you got Liam Hendricks at the back end of the bullpen, but it just hasn't, it just has never, ever clicked for them. It feels like they have, like, 26 isolated players, and they're not a team. That's what it feels like. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't think they have um, a leader. All right, coming in at number nine, uh, new to the, to the uh, power rankings this week are the Rays. Seven and three in their last ten in a wild card spot right now. Um, I I took them over the Blue Jays right now simply because they're seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, I mean the Blue Jays. Well, the Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean they've been playing okay. I don't know, but the Rays lost a series to the Brewers, and that was weird. But I don't know how they do it. I don't. I don't even have anything to say. They're just going to win games, and no one's going to understand it. They're not going to have a starting pitcher, and they're going to win. Rasmussen's been great. You got Yarbrough. Obviously, you know you've got McClanahan. Shane Baz is good. I mean, they're just a good, they're just always a good baseball team. I I have so much mad respect for that organization, even though they shouldn't have to play in that terrible stadium that they have, the hellhole that they have to play in. Yeah, I just hope no one follows their model because theirs is very specific to them and only because they legitimately can't make as much money as they need. Agreed. Agreed. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. 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 You're good. You're good. Um, okay. Number eight, over my shoulder of the Mariners. Um, six and four in their last 10. I still think. I still think they're an incredibly dangerous team uh, in the playoffs simply because they can come at you with Luis Castillo and Robbie Ray, like you said, and Logan Gilbert and those guys. And then the back in the bullpen, you've got, you've got a really, you get some depth there, but that, that lineup when it's healthy is, is incredibly dangerous and fun to watch. Yeah. Their bullpen's one of the best of baseball. They haven't lost a game when taking a lead into the ninth inning the whole year. Isn't that wild? That's awesome. Paul Seawald and Andres Munoz have really stepped up. I just I like that organization. I love Scott Service too. I really like him a lot. He's awesome. Great manager. Don't get yeah, him a shout out. Same. Same. Still one manager of the year last year. Um, I don't know why he did it. Hard to argue with. Hard to argue with. Number seven, I have the Padres. And you said you want to talk about the Padres. So they yeah, dropped a little bit on our rankings down, down to number let seven. Let me know if I start having problems because I don't know when it happens. So I just see your face. So just <laughs> let it let me know. Um, You're good. Just, You're good. AJ Preller, I see. I feel like he has kind of a shiny new toy mentality of the GM, and I just don't think that works. Like, I think that's my impression of it. Juan Soto's great. Blake Snell's great. Hugh Darvish is great. Mike Clevenger's great. But when you bring all these guys, you just don't have a you don't have a team. Like, you don't have a team field. When you look around and everyone, the guy next to your locker is different every two months because you keep getting new guys. Like, it's so overlooked to have a core group of guys that you build around and supplement instead of trying to build a new core every year. I feel like that's where he's really missed, had a misstep and doesn't understand it. Because on paper, obviously, Juan Soto's great. Obviously, Brandon Drury is having a great year. 
But when you bring all these guys together and it's like, well, yeah, now this is your core with Josh Bell and this is the middle of your lineup, but it's a completely different core than you've had with your success. And now it's like, it's just, I feel like it's not always a good thing to go get the superstars all the time. Right. Uh, Josh Hader, like a 16 something ERA there. Did you hear anything I just said? Yeah. Yeah. Just stop asking. You're good. We're, you have hilarious because faces. Like, I can't wait like for a, you to go back and watch like a, this. It was like a four second delay from after I stopped talking to you telling me for you responding. <laughs> I was just sitting here looking yeah, at We're going to have to listen. Guys, don't worry. We're going to clean this up. Like I said, trial run. It's okay. It's not a big deal. We'll clean it all up. Don't stress, but quit asking. Yeah, but well, when I look at you and it takes four seconds for you to talk after I'm done speaking, I get confused on what is happening. Well, I can tell you what is happening. I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting annoyed. I don't want to do this anymore. All right, number six, the birds on the bat. Up from last week to number six. Um, yeah. I disagree. That's fine. I mean, they're playing great baseball. 15-3 and three in August, 9-1 and one in their last 10. Um, I mean, eight and two, sorry, eight and two in the last 10. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think it's time to knock the Yankees down? I get it. I get it. But they're we're so going to talk bad. about them here. Huh? They're so bad. I get it. I get it. I do. Two months. They've been like a below average team for over two months. I know. I know. I know. And, and I do, do believe that if, if this happens again, and I do have the Yankees at number five. All right. Okay. But it, I mean, they do have 74 wins. All I right. Care. So. I get it, and and I'm okay if, if you want to have a little qualm about moving the Cardinals to number five, uh, and I, I I'm not going to argue that. I'm but I do have the Yankees at number five. I would uh, just have a hard wins. time. I would just have a hard time looking at them and saying that's a better team than the Cardinals right now. I know, but I know I understand that's that's fair and that's valid, but I just feel like when you get Stanton and you get Rizzo back, Rizzo's back, man. Yeah, but. You know, I mean, it's only been back for a little bit. And so, they're also, like, Stan, I get it, but, like, what do you expect? He's not going to play 140 games a year. It's like they build a so team. So are you arguing that we should flip the Yankees to six and make the Cardinals five? Yes. I think the okay. Yankees have played – they've played below 500 for over two months now. Then let's do that. I'm okay with think, that. I can be told. There comes a time where you just can't say that they're an elite team anymore just because they were good for two months. Well, then let's do that. Let's make Yankees six and let's make Cardinals five. I'm okay with that. I was, I was surely basing on the fact that they have 74 wins. I mean, that's, I hard, get that's it. hard to ignore. Yeah, because last week when I was um, doing it, I said the same thing to myself. But, like, they're just not a better team than – they're not the fifth best team in baseball right now. They're just not. Okay. All right. I'll, I, 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 can, I can go with that. Yeah, I can, I can obviously disagree, go you with can that. keep it. I just think that that's the way I'm looking at it now. They're just not the fifth best team in baseball now, and they haven't been for a while. Right. I got it. I got you. Um, number four, number four, before we get out of here, obviously I got the Braves. Yep. Uh, I still think they're one of the most dangerous teams in baseball, even two in their last 10, but they're still also behind the other three. They're, they're just not better than the other three teams right now. I'm not saying they don't end up there, but I think right now they're, they're going to, they're pretty firm in the number four spot. The only thing that worries me about them is Ronald Acuna Jr. Not being himself. Cause if you have yeah, nine Acuna home runs Jr., this year, if you have him being himself, then you're the best team in baseball. And if you don't, then you're just a team like last year without the three guys that really helped you get there. Like and the additions they made. I guess they still have Eddie, but they don't right. have Solero. So I, they really need him to step up. And he's been good in other areas. His OPS is still pretty good. But you need that dynamic guy that scares the shit out of everyone when he comes up to the plate, I think. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, number three, number three, the Mets. I mean, they, 
they're going to hang they're hanging firm there um six and four in their last 10 but like you said and like i said earlier i just don't see them going through a prolonged slump when you have when you can roll out Degrom, scherzer bassett walker uh fill in Which the fifth. Right, Carrasco, now, right? Walker's sorry. right now they're both hurt right now right okay yeah and then peterson yeah, and McGill when he's back, and they they just they're not going to go through right. it. They just won't. And you and the ninth inning's a done deal every time because Edwin Diaz is so good. So I don't see it happening either. Yeah, Pilato so has they're to right there. Back, though he, um, he's number doing what he was doing. Number two, and it's honestly, and you and I had this discussion driving you to U of I yesterday. The team that I think has the easiest path, and and I say easiest, but easiest path to a World Series is Houston. Like I just still believe they are the supreme king in the American League, and I don't honestly I don't think anybody's close. I don't think anyone is close to them either. I would have said the Yankees a couple months ago, but other than that, I just don't yeah. see anyone else in the American League that has too good of a shot to go all the way with it. Like I see the National League so much deeper. I think, and you know, also, and with with the the Astros, they own the Yankees. First of all, yes. but I mean, when you look at that rotation and you're going to have the ability to put two of those guys in the bullpen, if you'd like, which they, I assume that they will for the, play- one of the best bullpens in baseball, by the way, I, make it deep. Right. Back. That's why I'm saying like, I just, and then Bregman has been one of the best hitters in the last, what, 30 days or last seven, 14 days. I think I saw he's been two incredible weeks. his last two weeks. He starts hitting. Uh, you got Jordan back. Uh, obviously the, the addition of Trey Mancini, you and I have talked on here quite often that we think that Kyle Tucker's maybe the most underrated player in baseball. If not, he's one of them. Um, yeah. You know, and that goes with Jeremy Pena. And we're, we haven't even gotten to mention um, Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve, exactly. Who's maybe one of the best second basemen of all time. And I do think the loss of Michael Brantley, both leadership and performance-wise, is going to hurt. And he talked about underrated players. Man, that guy, his last 10 years have been incredible. Agreed. But um, that's going to hurt. But, I mean, but then you just replace him with Alvarez and – and Myers and all those guys. I was like, oh, okay, they're still really and good. And Mancini. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. right. Uh, and then, obviously, I mean, it's just they, they're going to stay there until somebody can take them away. But when you have 84 wins, I mean, the Dodgers, they just they they just continue to win baseball games. And, you know, everybody Except wants to talk the, about, the oh, they'll go spend somehow. all the money in the world. And, yes, they will. But they've got guys contributing every night in that lineup, especially in that rotation that they drafted, developed, and are their homegrown. And when you can do that – I mean, that's so powerful. Like, you can then go spend money on Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and guys like that, Trey Turner, whomever you want to fill in around when you've got homegrown pitching talent like they do. Uh, it, it's unbelievable what they what they throw out there every night. And then their bullpen, nobody talks about their bullpen. It's been incredible. Nobody talks about Will Smith, another guy who we could say one of the most underrated guys. Uh, they're, just, they're just as well built of a team as – as you can have along with Houston. I just think that those two teams are the best teams in baseball right now, right now. Yeah. I think you nailed it with the pitching because it's the most expensive thing to get. You need the most of it and it's the hardest to find. So the fact that they can just develop it for cheap all the time, right? it just, like, that's the most valuable thing you can do. And when you can roll out a Walker Bueller, a Dustin May, a Julio Urias, all a bruised our Gratterall, uh, Bobby Miller's coming soon. Like all these guys. Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, all these guys that they yeah, Clayton Kershaw, obviously that was a little longer ago, but yeah, Tony Gonsolin. Yeah, the right. control. I'm just saying guys. another guy grown go, there in home. Yeah, and then when they go get in that Tyler Anderson who and uh, Andrew Haney who are struggling, they can fix them. So it's like, yeah, I mean their formula is pretty right. easy to see, very hard to follow. So their success is correct. Based on their pitching, in my opinion, completely. 
Absolutely. That's, I agree 100%. And, you know, when you can do it, it's like, if you look at the NFL, they always talk about the best model right now is to have a young quarterback on a first contract, because then you can go sign all the worst receivers, the safeties, the linemen, you know, around them. Like that is the model. When you have a high priced quarterback, it's hard to then add everybody else. And, and it feels like the Dodgers model of we're going to have the homegrown pitchers and then we'll add in all around it is, yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue it's, with. They're the hardest to find, but when you have them, it's the easiest to win with. Agreed. Agreed. It's like, obviously, like you see in Kansas City, like Mahomes is still young. But he signed that big contract. Where's Tyreek Hill? Not there anymore. So that's, right. that, that's what happens. Yep. It's the same thing with the Dodgers. They just keep recycling them. They keep recycling the Patrick Mahomes in the rotation. And even when Tyreek was there, they and, and they did obviously win a Super Bowl. So they went to but three. Every year we've heard who is the number two wide receiver going to be, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah so that was true. And even the, yeah, I mean, it was right. basically, um, but yeah. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. All right. All right. I don't know how, how we're going to end this because I'm not, I can't, I can't do the ending because I'm going to end it. I'm actually talking. And I'm going to end. I'm going to, hey, uh, first of all, hey, it worked. Hey, we got it done. We got it done. We got it out there. How but much we are they going to hear some me hiccups. actually gonna... How much of it are they going to actually hear me talk? Or did I just a lot. Talk we can hear everything. Your audio is fine. Your audio is fine. It's some of the faces you've made over the last hour that are absolutely My audio hilarious. is fine. Are you sure? 95% fine. Not not 100, but 95%. Well, good. Fine. No one wants to see my face anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> Um, so guys, thank you so much for joining us once again. Uh, you can always find us on Twitter at more underscore noble at Caleb noble zero eight. Um, we'll also be taking up donations to get him out of jail and out of Wi-Fi jail that he's in right now. Evidently the apartment building already put him on a Wi-Fi jail, but we'll get that fixed. We told you guys there's going to be hiccups. Bear with us. Um, we'll get it all fixed as we go along. It's episode number one video. We're excited to be able to do this. Uh, we've got some people lined up, hopefully, uh, it soon, maybe sooner than later, that we'll be having come on, but we'll have have all, have all that fixed uh, as soon as we can here. Um, again, also find us on your favorite podcast platform. If you're listening audio-wise, uh, you're going to miss out on some of the jokes and some of the faces that Caleb made, but that is okay. That's all right. Uh, find us at our YouTube channel. It is on. I, I tweeted it out. I'll do that again tomorrow. I will do the same on Facebook and Caleb will as well. They'll be out there so you can find them. But you can find us on our YouTube channel. You just look up the more you noble sports podcast and you can find us on, on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our channel. That would be awesome. That helps us out. It also helps us with sponsors and we can keep moving forward from there. Uh, everybody uh, go Cardinals five games in Wrigley. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait to watch that. A couple day games, a few night games. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, and then we're back home this weekend for Atlanta. So uh, let's go Cardinals. Eight game, eight games in the next seven days. Huge five games. We'd love to be able to build on that. Yep. Need some wins. All right. Uh, guys, the weather here looks fantastic. So everybody have an amazing week. Take care of each other. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.